0: publisher podcast episode 98 well hey hey writers publishers editors book marketers book formatters all of our audience in this uh, world of writing publishing and selling i'm alexa big and i welcome you back to another episode of the publisher podcast This one is a fun topic that I've never covered before, and I'm excited to bring you these two ladies to talk about travel writing and also traveling to get a sort of adventure to help you find your creativity. Have you ever thought about traveling to spark that adventurous spirit and inspire creativity? I wish those were my words, but those are not my words. Those are the words of Lisa and Cammie, who run Wayfaring Writers, and I'm going to be talking with them about how they use travel to help inspire writers. They plan retreats and take writers to them, and they're going to talk all about their process now if you're listening to this live or shortly after publication their next event is coming up to um, a trip to chile in december of 2023 so head on over to wayfaringwriters.com to check that out or look up other events that they may have in the future and without further ado, I can't wait to introduce you to these two ladies who have been part of the Women in Publishing Summit community for a long time, and I'm just really excited to help share their latest and greatest adventure, which I hope to participate in one day as well. because which is an amazing, an amazing thing to do to go and travel, to get inspiration, to write. I know, and I discussed this in the podcast episode itself, so I'm not going to go too deep into this, but when I was finishing my book, which is set in Paris, I spent 11 days in Paris, and it was a tremendous opportunity for me to get all the feels and uh, see all the sights and do all the things. They use the travel uh, to inspire in a little bit of a different way, as in you don't have to be using that destination in your writing, and you'll learn all about it in the episode. So if you are loving this podcast, I hope you'll share our episodes. I hope you'll subscribe to us, and I hope you will leave us a review. Reviews, just like book reviews, are so important in helping other people find the right places to get their information, and we're just happy to have you along for the ride and hope that you will uh, rate us, review us, share us, and all of those fun things. All right, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book, hosted by Alexa Bigwarf.
1: Because I've been where you've been, and I felt what you feeling, and I don't want-
0: Okay, welcome to the Publisher Podcast, everyone. I'm Alexa Bigworth, your host, and today I am really pleased to bring you two very lovely ladies who I've had the pleasure to work with um, over the past couple of years. They've been guests on the Women in Publishing Summit, and they're doing really fun and exciting things together, like teaching people how to... uh, adventure, write While you're traveling, which to me sounds really exciting and a really fun thing to do. And I love to travel and I love to write. So what a great combination of things. So let me tell you about them quickly. And then we are going to get into the meat of this topic. So, we have Lisa Daly, who is an avid traveler and writer. In 2015, she traveled around the world with her husband and two teenage sons, visiting 14 countries and nearly 100 locations. In her time abroad, she unearthed new ways of looking at her life through her discoveries in remote corners of the world. And she continues to enrich her life through travel. Lisa is a voracious reader and writer and has published more than 20 titles and 200 authors at her company, Sidekick Press. Including her own travel memoir, Square Up. A native Montanan, Lisa now makes her home by the ocean in Bellingham, Washington, but returns to her roots every summer for a healthy dose of mountains and big sky. And we also have Cami Osman, who has traveled to all seven continents and to twenty-four countries. She's run twenty-five marathons and zillions of other uh, races of other distances, always at the back of the pack. Um, that would be me too in my one in my one marathon, which they had the police like trailing behind me as we're finishing up the marathon but i finished it so she is the author of second wind one woman's midlife quest to run seven marathons on seven continents and co-editor of beyond belief the secret lives of women in extreme religion seal press cammy holds a bachelor's of education in english and a theater from western washington university and a master's of science in marriage and family therapy from seattle pacific university which I wonder, do you also do counseling while you're on your writing
2: retreats? <laughs> so sometimes. <we> like, <laughs>
0: sometimes we have Cami, the the uh, instructor and the counselor. Uh, she has a special interest in helping women live more authentically and freely. She's also a dog lover, a wine connoisseur, a runner, and a blogger. She runs a program for writers called The Narrative Project and has a passion for changing unhelpful narratives so people can be in charge of her own stories. She coaches people into their truest expression of themselves and lives in Seattle, Washington. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: I mean, really, adventure writing, why travel is the way to hone your craft. Okay, Amazing. Let's, let's just dig into this because um, I think you both know that I recently published a book set in Paris. And one of my most favorite pieces of this entire thing was going back to France and actually being in Paris, I finished my book in Paris and it was just such a, uh, a fundamentally, I don't know, fundamentally wonderful is even an expression, but I'm going to say it. So um, let's talk about, first of all, like, uh, before we get into all of that, you're you're both running publishing businesses and helping authors write their books. So, what made you decide, hey, let's start another business doing something else? Uh, I mean, not entirely different, but how did this come about?
1: Yeah, well, we're a little crazy. I <laughs> <laughs> joined the club. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, our a typical conversation between Lisa and. Um, and me goes something like, um, "Hey Lisa, I have a new idea," and she's like, "No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. no new ideas.
0: That sounds like my team." When I'm like, "Let's create a new," no, no, <laughs> but but you gave in, Lisa. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, <made> me- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah. travel
2: I think is both near and dear to both of us, and yeah. so we were looking for a way. And I think that we both know how much that travel really impacted our own writing right and so wanted to share that with our clients as well
1: yeah that's awesome and we had you know i think if if you look at the services that lisa and i offer in between our two businesses everything from like taking a writer from the inception of an idea through to a published book and launching it and building their platform and all of those things the one thing that was really missing was taking a break and <sighs> really yeah. you know and like and really honing the craft your observational skills as a writer through travel so we really i mean we really just have this passion for the way that travel changes a person and changes a writer so you know we decided we just start taking people with us
0: i love it so that's kind of your philosophy is including that break time i would guess and the wayfaring writers but also using uh, well just what is the philosophy i'll just ask you to tell me instead of me trying to assume what it is
1: <laughs> you want you want to you want to start with it lisa
2: sure i i mean i think part of it alexa is is when you sit in the same place and do the same thing every day you're only going to have that one experience but right. when you take yourself out of your comfort zone and you step outside into the uncomfortable and the unknown and the different sights and smells and tastes and sounds and views that you start to incorporate all the- that into your writing as well. And it just helps you be a better observationist and get all that into your writing. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So how the big question is then how is a difference to travel versus vacation when it comes to the writing piece?
1: Well, at Lisa and I feel really, really strongly about this. Um, I don't have anything against vacationing. I think <laughs> vacationing is, <laughs> you know, it's a fine thing to do. Um, and we all need to vacation sometimes and just go sit on a beach and stare at the clouds passing by. But for, for both Lisa and I, and we discovered that we shared this in common. Travel is, it's challenging your assumptions, yeah. You really don't challenge your assumptions if you go to an all-inclusive five-star hotel and sit on the beach and sit my ties, lovely as that is. What when you challenge your assumptions? I think it was Albert Einstein that said um, something like, "I will I'll slaughter this," but something like travel is poisonous to prejudice or something like that. You know um, that the. That when you go somewhere and you have an experience and you have it with other people and in a culture that you don't understand off the beaten track, then you change who you are. You change how you believe, what you think, Um, all of the ways that you might, assumptions that you might make and bring to the page, those are upended, you know? So...
0: What are some of your favorite trips that you've taken um, and how it affected writers that came along with you?
2: I think one of my favorite stories happened um, last year. We took a group of writers down to Oaxaca and there was one gal with us who was not a writer by trade. She's a doctor, but she had a mission to save the world from um, cervical cancer because it's curable and not enough people know that. And she was, she really discovered that writing a book was a lot harder than she thought it was going to be. And she was really stuck in that place of, do I even continue? And she came along on the trip and it opened her eyes. And she talked, we have different breakout groups where we talk to people about the different parts of publishing and writing and craft. And she talked to me about publishing and I suggested that she look for that I was probably not the right publisher for her. And I suggested she look at university presses and lo and behold, she finished that book and got a contract this year with uh, Cambridge, Cambridge university press, Yes, Cambridge. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. And
2: now her book's going to be published this year and she is over the moon. And I don't think that she maybe would have had that experience or gone down that road. Had she not been with us and gotten that break kind of regrouped and like opened her eyes to new possibilities.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So before Cammy shares her favorite story, then I guess it's safe to assume then that these travel these trips, they're not necessarily location trips. Like it's not necessarily like what I did where I went to Paris to be in the setting. They're just you're am I assume, am I getting the right gist here that you're you're taking them away on an adventure, which then opens up the creativity, challenges the assumptions, as as you said, and just gives that open door to thinking about the world differently which then helps you write and get into your creative creativity or into ideas that you might have for how you're moving forward with your project?
1: Yeah, so that's, yes, and we also, so what we do (laughs) is that we take a group to a particular location, and then we we go out from there on adventures. And while we're there, we also do, we mastermind everybody's book. So most of the people who come with us are working on a book or considering, you know, a book that they might want to write we have brought with us an agent who consults with everybody throughout the course of the, of the time that we're together. Um, last uh, December, the, this, this most recent trip that we took uh, Grant Faulkner from um, who's the executive director of NaNoWriMo came with us Wow! and did some craft talks. And so, you know, Lisa will sit down with, so we each like the, the agent that we brought Laura Mazur, Um, Grant, Lisa, and I, we each had a meeting with, you know, at some point with every single person who came and offered them something in our expertise. So I mastermind books, Lisa masterminds the platform building process, the agent masterminds selling, you know, a book. And then Grant gave us uh, craft talks and met with writers to noodle around their ideas. So, I mean, we are also offering specific coaching while we're on our trip that's awesome yeah.
2: we, we have lessons too that we that we kind of give out to the writers as we go on these adventures you know so yeah. one might be you know to give them particular things to look for in their in the, these adventures so that it helps really build those skills of looking and seeing and smelling and noticing the differences oh, that's really yeah. cool all right Cammy. so back to that did you have a favorite
0: trip
1: and how it affected the
0: writers that came along?
1: Well, I have, you know, I have a lot of um favorite moments. Um there there were two on our most recent trip to Oaxaca that were really fun. Um one was uh we all went to Monte Alban to um to see the ruins. And the the guide that was hired uh for us was just such a quirky, odd person. She was um very militant, like like we were her little soldiers instead of, (laughs) instead of her, you know, showing us the, um, the location. And so uh, there were a couple of people in the group who were just like, I can't, I can't even take it. Like I can't even. And um, our philosophy is, you know, what doesn't kill you makes for a good story. (laughs) So like it's, so I just said, I just went over and whispered in their ear, like, you're going to turn her into a character. So watch (laughs) everything carefully. Right. So I I loved that moment of, um, you know, a mishap that happens. And Lisa and I are, you know, not, it's not a problem if we have a mishap. It's like, okay, well, then what's going to happen? Let's find out. It's part of the adventure. So that was really a a wonderful moment. And then another of my favorite moments, and I'm sure you'll probably um, agree with this, Lisa, was when we were all in the van and we had, I mean, we had a range of ages from in the twenties and to, I think in the seventies and of people in there. And all of a sudden, um, our, our guide was driving and the queen song, um, Bohemian Rhapsody came on. And like, I said, Hey, will you turn that up? And then the whole van just sort of sang together, you know, (laughs) and those kind of like moments of connection with people who wouldn't normally get to know each other are just super sweet. I love
0: yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've kind of talked a little bit throughout here, why travel is important um, for writers, but I'd say, you know, one, do you have anything else to add on that? Or maybe you can answer it into why do you think travel is so important and relevant right mm-hmm. now
1: for writers? Yeah. Um, well, I know at I'm going to, I'm actually going to ask Lisa to tell something that happened when on her trip with her, with her family. But uh, as I said, I really believe that, that uh, travel opens us up to new, to new perspective, but we have like this um, off the beaten track sort of philosophy. And Lisa is really good at this. Um, Lisa, tell the story about taking your family to um, eat tarantulas. Oh my
0: goodness. (laughs) (laughs) All the things I thought you were going to say that was not it.
2: Yes. No, we we, we do. We do like tend toward the very much offbeaten. And so um, we arrived, my husband and I and my teenage sons arrived in Cambodia and we were looking for things to do. And I found we typically would sit in the hotel and kind of Google things and look around, try and see what we could see in, in our area. And there was a restaurant that was specialized in Cambodian cuisine. And part of that was tarantulas. And it was actually a place that helped kids from the street find a career and build a career and then move out into that industry. And so it was both um, kind of a nonprofit and a way to go and experience something different. So we took them and I was a little bit surprised, but my kids jumped right in. The waitress asked if we wanted to see the tarantulas before we ate them. And we said, okay. And <laughs> we weren't sure what to expect, but they brought two live tarantulas out. And then we held, my husband held them. I won't say we, my husband held them and the, they crawled up his what? arms and then they oh. brought them to us deep fried. <laughs> oh my goodness! And my okay. son even jumped right in and or, then ordered the red tree ant soup. And so it was. They we we're building adventurous children. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's no, so, we don't take we don't make our writers eat tarantulas. Okay. So, no, <laughs> thank it's goodness. Like, Although <laughs> we do we do take them to eat crickets in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's like it, I think that writers. I personally believe that writers have a special job on the planet. <laughs> I believe that we are the ones through whom stories are codified and we, we lend our gifts to contribute to the collective consciousness, right? So I believe that we have a very important um, job and calling. And so when we take writers somewhere and they expand that, Um, their sense of who they are and what's possible in the world, you know, it's like we, we get better, uh, yeah, we're, we're better contributors. So I just think that's the, you know, like we do, we all eat crickets when we go to, to Mexico. I mean, wherever we go, we're going to try a thing. People don't have to do it, but you know, by the end of the last trip, I mean, many people ordered the cricket tacos at the restaurant, you know, Um.
0: (laughs) That's so interesting. I think you're right, though, Kami, because even if the places you're going don't necessarily, um, your adventures don't necessarily show up in your book, I think every time that you do anything that expands your experiences, that expands the kind of people that you engage with, that expands the food you've eaten, the sights you've seen, and and smells you've had, Like I think it helps you to, and this doesn't just have to be for fiction, but for creative nonfiction, for memoirs, for even really developing good, good story in nonfiction. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think I I, I really agree that that um, traveling opens you up to newer possibilities, newer things, newer creativity, newer yep. ways to think about things that you may have never thought about before. I know yeah, that's yeah. been my case in, in just um, having lived overseas a couple of times, having traveled a lot when I was in the military, like, it just changes your entire perspective.
1: It does. Yeah. Yeah. And we, um, we're publishing an anthology. So people do come out of the trip with a publishing credit. So yeah. So on that note, are,
0: are these, when writers come with you on these, are they writers that you're already working with or are they writers? Do you open it up to anyone to participate?
1: Yeah. It's open to anybody. yeah, we, we always do a bunch of um info sessions and uh I I would say wouldn't you say Lisa it's probably about 50-50. Yeah, I would say so. I mean a lot of
2: them we do draw from our crowd of people who want to come with us, but um there's always people who ha- are not in our programs that have been along on each journey. So yeah. oh, I love that. So w- how many times a year do you do this?
1: Right now we're doing it once a year. Okay. Um we plan we plan to expand, um, but like yourself, Alexa, we are running, you know, we're juggling a lot of balls and things like that. So, um, our next, our next trip, we're, we're debating between, um, Portugal and Chile. So, but we do have a little, is, is that little, um, survey still up on the website, Lisa? Yeah. There's a little quiz up on the website for wayfaringwriters.com
2: that, is asking where people want to go where do you want to go you know so anyone who visits can go and fill that out um, you know we do draw a little bit from that we've gone to El Oaxaca twice now and we love it there and I think that we'll probably make that at least maybe in every other every third year adventure uh-huh. that's very cool so uh, you just I was going to ask how
0: people can find out more about this but wayfaringwriters.com is where you want them to go yep. yep. yep and do you have social media presence or anything like that that you want people to follow you
2: at there is a Facebook page for Wayfaring Riders as well. Okay, great. Yeah. And right. um, if anyone is, I don't know when this is going to air, Alexa, but if anyone's at AWP this year in Seattle, cami and I will have a booth there as well. Okay, cool. When is that? It is March 9, 10, 11 in Seattle. Okay.
0: I'm not sure if this will air before that or not, but if it does and you're in AWP at Seattle, make sure you go find them. Okay, so we usually ask, I don't know if this is the right type of interview to ask this or not, but we usually ask for some tips. Do you have any tips that go around this topic
1: as well? Yeah, yeah, we do. Go buy an airplane ticket somewhere. <laughs> that's a <that's> best tip. <laughs> I love that tip.
2: That was mine. <laughs> oh, was that yours? <laughs> yeah,
0: go do something, go travel, go have adventure, let it open you up,
2: huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would also add to that to. Um, you know when you go to a place to look for if you're if you want an adventure to stay away from like the big options like the big hotels the big all-inclusive look for the smaller places that are locally owned yeah. um where you can where you have to struggle a little bit with the language where you have where you're not going to stay in a five-star hotel mm-hmm. i'm actually in mexico right now <laughs> in this cute little cute little studio right in the heart um that you know i just found by searching around the internet but You know, if you're going to go on tours, look for those that are led by locals, Um, Mm -hmm. not ones that have 60 people that are just a booze cruise and go on the go on the little adventures, go to out of the way places where you're going to meet people and see new things and really engage with the place that you're visiting.
1: Yeah. And I would say um, Lisa and I also both share a philosophy, travel light. Mm. So so um, both of us, I don't think that it matters whether or not it's a two month long trip or it's a weekend trip it's never more than what we can keep in our backpack Mm -hmm. and so travel light because that way you can move around more easily and you can have lots of different experiences you don't need that much yeah you're going to be in the same outfit and all your pictures but whatever (laughs) you know yeah bring a dry line and find
2: out the closest laundromat and a lot of times your hotel will send out laundry too (laughs) yeah
0: Good advice. Yeah, that would be quite challenging for me. Although I did, I did go on a trip overseas recently and I only took a small carry-on bag. So that was an improvement over like the large suitcase and a (laughs) carry-on, but a backpack would be, um, oh, I could do it. I did it in college. I could, I could figure out.
2: My entire family, when we traveled, we traveled for seven months around the world and each of us only had a backpack.
0: Wow. Yeah. You could also
1: offer a whole nother consulting
0: service in traveling lightly. (laughs)
1: Totally. Actually, I've done that with lots of friends. You know, I have have friends who will call me after their trip. You're going to be so proud of me. I just took one bag. (laughs) That is great.
0: All right. So we're going to have everybody go over to wayfaringwriters.com. That's W-A-Y-F-A-R-I-N-G writers.com. And is there anything else you'd like to know before we end this? we do not you'd like to know that you'd like to share <laughs> there's probably lots of things we'd all like to know you both both the, y'all I know no you can't see this as as listeners but both of their expressions were just like what huh <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <Are> <laughs> like, like audience why <laughs> yes alexa now we get to ask you <laughs> <him> questions <laughs> oh my goodness no that's fantastic uh let me think uh i think I think the one thing that I really want to say to people is to face down their fears if they're afraid to travel. Um, You know, as writers, a lot of our life happens in our heads sitting at the the desk. Mm -hmm. You will have more to write about and you'll have better observational skills if you take yourself on adventures. And that can be scary. Yeah. But You know, the number one, the number one way that people die when they travel, I had a doctor tell me this when he was giving me my typhoid shot, (laughs) he said, from not wearing their seatbelts. Wow. Right. So it's like people, people aren't being a a whole, I mean, I'm not saying it never happens to people, but you know, largely when we travel, we use our normal, normal common sense Mm -hmm. that we, and as women, Lisa and I both travel alone plenty. So use your normal common sense. You know, don't be too afraid, get out there, have adventures. That's our big thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, And if you are scared of it, then join a group like this because you're going with a guide, with tours, with people who are going to get you to the right places and do all the hard work for you. That's very appealing to me. I have to say (laughs) that's very, very appealing to me. Well, you'll have Um, to come with us. I, well, I want to, I need Good. to know the dates so that I can start planning. Cause as we already discussed, like, you know, yeah. schedule is full, but, uh, yeah. this, this is, this is my jam. And I really, it's funny. I know I just said I was going to wrap this up and now I'm just going to keep talking here, but <laughs> Because I I set an intention for myself that traveling and writing about traveling was going to be, and I don't know how that's going to be yet, whether it's just going to be books that are set in in overseas locations, whether it's going to be travel blogging or whatever. But I went ahead and I set up my own little like page on Google where I'm posting and reviewing sites and posting pictures and doing things like that. Like I'm setting up the kind of the travel mindset for myself um because this the travel is important to me for all the reasons we've all also we've already discussed but mm-hmm. it also after three years of lockdown or two years of lockdown like yeah i just i i don't want to sit still anymore and right. i'm so afraid that we'll lose the opportunity to see these places again at some point in time and I yep. want to get out there and live absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. so well this has been awesome i appreciate the two of you so much I am going to go on a trip with you. If not this year, then the next year it's happening. Hold
2: me to it. Okay. <laughs> let you know. We'll let you know as soon as we have dates.
0: Awesome. All right. And I'd be fine with Portugal or Chile. I've, I've never been to either of those locations. So,
1: okay, good. <laughs> All right. Thanks ladies. Thanks Alexa. Thank you